and welcome to the Gift Club. I'm talking to Mervyn Dinnan, analyst, researcher, writer, influencer on HR and talent tech trends. I will be chatting to Mervyn on measuring employee performance with technology and if technology can help with the retention of staff. I'll also be asking him about the future of HR tech in business. So it's lovely to have you, Mervyn. Thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure, Heidi. I'm, I'm glad to be here and thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. So let's go straight into tech versus performance measurement, Mervyn. Do you think companies that invest in workplace technology to measure performance actually have better results from their employees? Um, in a straight answer, yes, I believe they do. Um, I probably need to expand on that a little bit. Um, <laughs> it was interesting because I've recently completed a piece of research, which we'll publish soon, around internal mobility. And one of the things that came through loud and clear when we interviewed HR people was that the, the, a lot of the information they want to be able to know if there's somebody within the organisation who might be able to move into their part or do a different job isn't available, particularly stuff around performance and skills. It's either kept siloed by the team or the manager they're in, or it's not disclosed because the manager they're with doesn't want them to be poached. Um, so I think it's hugely important to have technology, kind of talent management technology that supports proper, good performance management. Um, and I think the key things on it are, are kind of having uh, the conversations, capturing the conversations that have had, you can go back, you can see how somebody's developed. Uh, if you give somebody targets, if you set them targets to achieve, to see if that has been achieved, to see uh, if they have missed them and the discussion you had after that, what the employee was going to do and be able to see if they've done that and vice versa. One of the biggest problems whenever you, you do any kind of insight or, or research on performance management is feedback. People don't know how to give it. They don't know how to receive it. Uh, it tends to be a bit negative. People uh, will, will take things the wrong way. Um, and it is a particular problem at the moment as we sit here in 2020, uh, because a lot of the performance management conversations are being done remotely uh, through a Zoom interface, for example. And uh, I was interviewing an HR director for this uh, recent research. And he said, you know, the problem is I can have a conversation with one of my employees. It might be a difficult conversation. It might not be what they're expecting. But I know, you know, I, I can read in the meeting how it's landing. And I know that afterwards I'm going to bump into them again. I might walk past their desk in a couple of hours, see them at the coffee machine, get into the lift with them. I can say very casually, was everything OK? You know, it wasn't the kind of thing you were expecting to hear or, or you know. I, 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 I can check how it's landed and, and in a non-formal way, an informal way, a non-threatening way, maybe expand on it. He said, I can't do that now. I've got to try and work out from a video interface how it's landing. And if I'm not sure, and I really would like to check back, I've got to email or message and ask for another Zoom call, which the employee is going to think, what the hell do they want now? They've already given me a right going over today about my performance and they want to talk to me again do you think then Mervyn, from that do you think that technology can um replace uh, a manager it supports managers it helps employees know that their managers are more accountable and accountability 
is the key thing that, that, that research shows that employees look for in their leaders and managers. Um, and I think it's just much more open. It's yeah. not kind of, well, when we spoke nine months ago, you said this and the manager said, no, I didn't. I said that and that kind of thing. Um, I don't think it will replace managers. I think it will enable managers to better support their employees through their development. And that is the number one reason people join is the chance to grow, develop and learn new skills. And I think the technology can help the manager support that. There's a lot of um, employee engagement software that claim to be the best for supporting managers and supporting even employee benefits and rewards. But what do you think makes um, software like this market leading? What do you think HR professionals and business leaders are looking for? And can this type of technology help with the retention of staff as well? Um, it can. Um, research um, last year, well, in fact, in O.C. Tanner's uh, Global Culture Report uh, uh, 2020, uh, they, they, they talked about the importance of micro experiences. So the overall employee experience is actually the sum total of, of hundreds of micro experiences that happen on a day-to-day -day basis with technology, with other people, you know, with, with customers, with, with external suppliers, with all of those experiences. And I think the ones with technology are important. They're important, particularly this year, because during periods of disruption, uh, there's a, an increase in 30% uh, of employees' desire for recognition and support. And that better communication and collaboration can increase productivity by 25 to 30%. So I think that uh, the tech that enables these, these huge number of interactions um, and enables this kind of recognition I think is the word uh, people want support particularly in 2020 they want to know their efforts are recognized when I did research uh, in 2018 uh, with 14,000 job seekers in Europe um, we found that when it came to things like working from home um, one of the, a couple of the big problems they had with it was this lack of visibility that whilst people felt that it, their work-life balance was better, although some wanted to keep work and home life separate, um, it was the visibility. They're not visible to managers, not visible to leaders. They can't have those interactions, those, those I suppose, human interactions, um, if they're not in the office, that they can have in the office. And I think the technology it, it needs to replace that, but in a way that makes it very conversational. And there were some stats that came out of some work human research uh, last year, I think, with UK workers. And it was kind of, yeah, one third of people said they wish their managers showed them more appreciation for their efforts. Yeah, one in five admitted they'd never ever received recognition for their work. Um, and only half felt that they worked for a company where everyone is empowered to recognize good work. What innovative HR tech or software platform do you think a workforce should be using as standard in the next 10 years by 2030? Good Lord, there's a question. Um, well, firstly, you know, are we going to be here in 2030? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have asked me in 2010, I would have made a lot of uh, predictions for 2020. Okay. In fact, around 2010, 2011, 2012, 
every business conference had a keynote which led with the letters VUCA, VUCA, volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous. And they were really talking about kind of technology and how it was going to disrupt and this, that and the other. Um, and most people felt this was a bit over-egging over it, shall we say. Um, and yet here we are in 2020 and, you know, those guys were right, but for the wrong reasons. Because it, it, nobody, could, yeah, if, if any year is volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous, it's this one. So I get a little bit nervous kind of predicting too far in the future. I think that when it comes to uh, workplace technology, uh, the, I think the line, again, I'm quoting Gartner, I have no relationship with Gartner other than I get their research and I read it. Um, it was Brian Kropp, their, their, their CEO, was like, you know, employees want their, their nine to five to resemble their five to nine. And that, yeah, their five to nine is full of the way they live their life, is, is, is digital experiences that are intuitive, that, that you know, are easy, and, and they go to work and, and use technology often that isn't like that. So I think that the, the, it is going to be important that the technology at work continues to mirror that. I think the, the experience of using the tech, going back to the micro experiences, uh, that I mentioned earlier is going to be hugely important um, because people will move. Uh, there was some research um, three years ago, I think, from Ultimate. We're now kind of Ultimate Kronos, I think. Um, and that was something like, you know, 90% or something of people they surveyed said they would leave an organization if the tech they were using, they felt hindered them. I think the world we're going into, it, 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 you know, skill development is hugely important. And I think the tech that supports and enables learning, growth, skill development, good performance and productivity, I think will be the most important. So I think without, with, with, without designing in this chat a piece of technology that will rule them all, um, <laughs> I think the, the tech will be important. Tech isn't going away. I mean, it might well be that something like COVID, particularly if it's around Wellington next year and through next year, people are still working remotely, that the tech we use will automatically begin to change because people will want it to do different things. People will want different things from it. Marvin, thank you very much for your time. It's been a real treat to have you talk to me. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.